0: Film, a queer movie discussion podcast. For the purposes of this podcast, a film is considered queer if it features a prominent queer character, can be viewed through a queer lens, or is particularly important to the queer journey or identity of my weekly guest. My name is Kat Kingsley, and I use they them pronouns, and I'm joined this week by Alice, who I'm so excited to finally create something with. Welcome.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. And I'm really excited to be here. Uh, my name is Alice Kira, I use she, her, and Fayfair pronouns, and you can find me at Magical Girl Kira on Twitter, where I will shout about any games I write or podcasts I do.
0: Hell yeah. So yeah. this week, we are watching a movie, which I actually watched for the first time for this, uh, which I'm saying a lot, actually, a lot of these movies I haven't <laughs> seen before, but we are doing Frozen. But yeah, why did we choose this? Why did you choose this?
1: I chose this because it's a tremendously important film to me personally in my queer journey. It came out uh, right around the time I was coming out as a trans woman to myself and a very limited circle of people in my life. It really resonated with me at that point in time.
0: So, like I said, this was my first time watching the movie, so my... I don't really know what my expectations were going into it when you first said that's what you wanted to do. Uh, I think my first thought, because, you know, for me, it was just something that I had heard about endlessly for the past six years. I was just like, okay, we're going to do Frozen. This came really fast. (laughs) Like, like the first day I was asking for people to, to join, I was like, oh, we already hit Frozen. Okay. But then I watched it. And I really, really liked it. Like I didn't expect to like it as much as I do, because I'm not so much like a Disney person. That's not really my jam, mm-hmm. uh, unlike everyone else I know. Uh, it seems like, but uh, but I do. I mean, I do like the people in it. So there is that going going for me already. Like I big Kristen Bell fan. I've seen a Menzel in concert. Uh, obsessed. Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. It was amazing. Um been obsessed. I'm not obsessed with Jonathan uh, Groff, but I do really love Spring Awakening, so I have a soft spot uh, for Jonathan Groff for that respect. And then also, I was someone who watched Glee, so there's that. And, uh, and then, of course, like Josh Gad is great, and I watched at least the first couple seasons of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, so the whole cast was really going for me. But yeah, the movie itself, I surprisingly loved, and I absolutely saw where this would really trek on to a queer uh, coming out story. So I was, yeah, I was very, very pleasantly surprised. And I was like, really excited, actually, to do this episode way more than I ever thought I was going to be. (laughs) Uh, So thanks for making me finally watch Frozen. (laughs) Maybe I'll go see Frozen 2.
1: Frozen 2 is also very good. I saw it like opening
0: weekend. Some was it, was it you or was it someone else who told me this? Someone maybe it was the person I was recording with yesterday said that Frozen Two kind of ups the maybe Elsa's ace, uh, aspect. I don't know if that's something you would agree with. I, I don't know, but I'm I curious. Definitely see that. Yeah, I'm very curious. I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, compared to her sister, she's really never portrayed as interested in any sort of relationship.
0: Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm interested. Now I'm really interested to see it and to see where it goes, so. But yeah, so I guess for people like me, who have never seen Frozen, the, like, all five of us out there, uh, (laughs) we should maybe summarize it.
1: Basically, Frozen is, it's about two princesses, Elsa and her sister Anna. uh, When they're kids... Uh, They're playing around with Elsa, who has magical ice powers, and Anna accidentally gets hit in the head. And their parents take her to a...
0: A A magical troll. Yeah, magical trolls. Which, I did not know there were trolls in this movie, so that was a big surprise. (laughs) Because I feel like I've seen so much of this movie, but I had never seen trolls in it before, so I was like, what the hell is this?
1: The trolls don't really make it into any of the marketing or anything,
0: yeah. Though they are in a like
1: all the trailers for Frozen Two, they show up. So Mm
0: -hmm. I haven't actually seen a trailer for Frozen (laughs) Two. No. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um. But yeah, so the head of the trolls says, "Well, I can heal your daughter, but to do it, I have to like take away all memories of magic. So I'm just gonna make it." So she thinks she's just playing in the winter wonderland with her sister instead of playing in your ballroom with yeah. piles of ice and snow. I, I
0: believe so that specifically says, "I'll keep the fun." Yeah, so like, I, I'll remove the the snow, but but keep the the good parts. And yeah. also mentions, which will become relevant later, that you know, if it had hit her heart, that would have been a different matter. Mm-hmm. But just hitting her like head or whatever was something that he could cure, but the heart is not as easy to fix. Yeah, so then we get to when they're older, right? And yeah. Then... There's a, it's like like a montage. montage
1: of them yeah. growing up. Elsa's taught to keep her ice power secret from everyone but her parents, which creates an anxiety disorder in her, which makes her magic harder to control, so she spends all of yeah. her time in her room, isolated from everyone, which makes things worse.
0: Yeah, you know, the the famous lines conceal it, don't feel it, don't let it show, that doesn't sound oh, like yeah. a queer coming out story at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Um, she basically lives in a closet, almost yeah. literally
1: her entire <laughs> life. Uh, her parents go off on a sea voyage um, to I think it's like their cousin's wedding or something
0: oh, whatever I, they, they leave it's a disney they movie leave
1: and they die survive. in yeah. the ocean when their ship crashes and it's very sad i cry every time that happens
0: and That's interesting. see i don't cry because it's a i think because i'm just like well it's a disney movie the parents have to die like oh like I, I, they they can't both survive like <laughs>
1: So I am like one hundred percent invested in every Disney movie I watch. So i
0: have invested in other parts it of it. Will yeah, get but me every that time. part didn't get me. Other parts were really, really getting to me. But that part for me, I was like, okay, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. very Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then they and during this whole time and during the montage, they show Anna trying constantly to reach out to Elsa. And to trying to connect with her. That's where you get the, the famous You Want to Build a Snowman song. where It's like, yep. hey, remember how we used to be friends? And then you just started shutting me out? Yeah. What if we didn't do that? What if we were friends again? And then... Uh, yeah, and then
1: their parents die and Anna goes there after the funeral. and She's like, it's literally just us. What the fuck are we going to do? And then we pick up on... Um, uh, Elsa's coronation day. I don't know if it's literally her 21st birthday.
0: I don't think so. I think it's like sometime yeah. soon after like she's of age. They're going to open the the castle gates to let the public yeah. in, which they haven't done in years and years and years. Anna has no idea why because no one tells her anything. Um No. Which His I really really not to. believe in communication. Yeah, that I Oh, really I never know to. what's going. Yeah. I never know what's going on in my family. My, I'll find out so much later that something happened. I'd be like, oh yeah, so and so was in the hospital, but he's out now and it's fine. Like he was in the hospital, why didn't anyone tell me? Like I would have gone. Like, um, uh, that that yeah. kind of fun family dynamic. Uh, so they open up the gates. Anna's like, hell yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna meet a man.
1: And Elsa's like, oh shit, oh shit. I'm not going to keep it together. They're going to find out that I have magic ice powers, and everything will be ruined. Um,
0: so which is both is things fair. happen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it goes according to their their plans, I suppose. Um, yeah. So they, I mean, it, Elsa gets through the coronation. Okay, mm-hmm. she's very nervous, but she gets through. And then at the party afterwards, Anna and Elsa have like. A little bit of reconnecting, just very minorly, uh, but, you know, the, the, you know, a little drop of hope that maybe they yeah. can start to have some sort of relationship, and Anna is really excited, but also is kind of like, hey, what's up with that, maybe, actually? And, but yeah. meanwhile, Anna meets this guy, Hans. Hans, Prince Hans, who is the youngest son of, like, I forget, like, 13 or something. 13
1: brothers or something, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, uh... And, and they immediately... They have a montage. Yeah, super hit a duet. They're like, hey, you and I... They sing a duet titled,
1: uh, Love is an Open Door. Yeah. Because we're, we're gonna keep with the closet metaphor going through, I think.
0: Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I really didn't think about that there, but that's very yeah. true. Um... And then she's like, let's get married, or they're both like that. And then Anna's like, hey, Elsa, I just met this guy, Hans. He's the first boy I've seen in my life. (laughs) I think that we're going to get married. Can we have your blessing? And Elsa's like, absolutely not. Fuck off. And she's like, what the hell? Why can't I marry this dude I just met? And Elsa's like, I'm not having this conversation. Are you kidding me? And then they fight, and uh Anna is like, "Please, like, why do you hide yourself? Why do you why do you isolate yourself like this? I don't want to live like this. I can't live isolated anymore. And they get this fight, <laughs> and Elsa accidentally, isolated. yeah, just big ice parade, uh, oh yeah,
1: she just loses control, just blasting ice, and then runs away. People shout at her, yelling that she's a monster, which. I'm sure, helped everything, because yeah. everything gets worse.
0: People are, like, chasing her, and she's just trying to be like, please stay away from me, and they're not giving her that space. And so then she accidentally kind of hits some- not, She doesn't exactly hit them. She, she like doesn't hit anyone.
1: One guy slips and falls on the ice. Yeah,
0: she shoots ice near them, and they get hurt as a yeah. result of it. Um. But and then she really flips out and everyone's really flipping out. And then so she runs away to the mountains, which have you ever seen um, that video? I think it's part of a documentary uh, that Werner Herzog did where he's talking about the penguins like running off to the mountains, even though they'll like die if they do that no oh my god it's only funny it's only funny because it's Werner herzog saying it and it's like really (laughs) intense and it's like these penguins are full of existential dread and they just run to the mountains like but that's what i thought of during this scene (laughs) and like maybe three people out there like yeah that video so but anyways she runs to the mountains as one does and accidentally leaves an internal winter behind her unbeknownst to her um. So everyone's pretty peeved about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then Anna's like, "I'm gonna go find my sister. We need to talk." She's really chill about it. Like she's very calm. Like Anna's.
1: She's very supportive. very certain that she can just talk things out with Elsa and it'll be okay.
0: Which I she found very really much interesting. Yeah. It was, like, a very different vibe than it- That was was my thought, kind of, about this whole movie, was that you get, like, a lot of parts of it are very different vibes than you kind of normally get in these types of stories. Like, she's not, like, upset, or, like, how could she? She's just like, oh, you know, like, you know, we had a bad argument. I said some things I shouldn't have. You know, good, healthy communication will solve this problem. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, yeah, so she goes to go have some healthy communication or to attempt to- and things do not go so hot on her journey and uh she stops to get some warmer clothes and this guy Kristoff, comes in to the store she's in and he can't afford the things that he needs and blah 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 whatever he's like i sell ice for a living and now it's eternal winter and that's a huge bummer and she's like sucks man want to leave me up a mountain?" <laughs> And he's like, A- actually, I really don't. And she's like, no, I bottle your stuff. You're going to lead me up this mountain, in <laughs> fact. And you cannot say no to me because I'm voiced by Kristen Bell, and how could you ever? And he's like, I guess it's I can't. True. So,
1: Um I don't know if I'd ever be able to say no to Kristen Bell about anything. Oh, absolutely
0: not. Kristen Bell. I can, I think the only thing. I could say no to Kristen Bell about is if she came up to me and was like you know those clo- like those mule clogs I wore for the first two seasons of The Good Place? Do you think that was a good look? And I would say no! It bothered me every episode. That was how I knew it was the bad place. <laughs> That's how you knew it
1: was the bad place. Also spoilers for The Good Place. <laughs> I'll
0: put that in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so they go up the mountain, and like, you know, as you might expect, some, like, chaos ensues in the town. There's, like, wolves. You know, they don't have a very- There's
1: wolves. Kristoff's sled crashes, falls into a ravine, and then explodes.
0: Oh, and also Kristoff has a reindeer named Sven. Yes. Uh, which is just important. Um, They also run into- Uh, a snowman, who is the snowman who they built as a child, who they had named Olaf, and Elsa (laughs) accidentally turned him real when she made everyone in. uh, When she had her castle building
1: montage song.
0: Which is interesting. Like, she didn't build Olaf again, right? Like, that just spurred spurred out of her subconscious. Like, that's fascinating.
1: Yeah, I don't think she intentionally built Olaf, but she did intentionally make a snowman with her powers when she was testing out what she could do now that she stopped just freaking out about having them. is like, oh, maybe I can actually do something with intent with these. That, yeah,
0: that is fascinating, though, that that little like nugget of that connection that she craves got created out of out of that.
1: Uh... Well, like, oh, so Olaf was... I think, like, one of the last things she intentionally made before the accident with Anna. Mm -hmm. So I think there's Mm -hmm. something to that. Wiser minds than me could probably put that into actual words.
0: Yeah. I just think it's interesting, you know, because the story is ostensibly a lot, a lot, a lot about their relationship. And so and how meaningful connections can help you. (laughs) Actually, now I just want to go back to Quoting the Good Place again. Be like, if you're given external <laughs> love and support, like, it'll yeah. make you better. Like, um, but There's anyway.
1: Oh, go ahead. Something people pointed out after the movie came out that, like, Anna sang a decade or so long song about, hey, you want to build a snowman, and the second Elsa does, the second she runs away, is build a snowman.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I just, uh, was incepted into her brain um (laughs) but uh yeah so they meet this the snowman who's now alive named Olaf uh who I'm sure if you are alive you know who Olaf is because that's not something you could avoid I was so prepared to be so annoyed by Olaf but then actually in the movie I was like ah I love this fucker god damn it like (laughs) but uh Whatever. So he's like, oh, I can lead you to Elsa. I don't know where she is. Let's go. I found some stairs. Want to go up here? And they're <laughs> like, yeah. Meanwhile, back in the city, by the way, Anna had just been like, hey, Hans, you're in charge. And I'm like, there's no one else in, like, third command. It's just, like, Elsa, Anna, a stranger. Like, that's how their society <laughs> works, but it's a kids movie. I met this man mentioned. today. <laughs>
1: You obviously can... we're in love, so I can trust him with my kingdom.
0: Yeah, you know, clearly. Yeah, But anyways, though, at this point, they go back to him and he's, like, helping people, like, passing out blankets, mm-hmm. and then he's like, we gotta go find Elsa, we gotta confront her, or this other dude from a town is like, we gotta go kill her, or whatever. Uh, And whatever, so Hans is also like, we're gonna go to Elsa, or whatever.
1: But the Hans du- is like, uh, we're gonna go talk to her, and Duke of Town is like, hey, bodyguards, go assassinate the queen.
0: Yeah, it's really chill. Um Just
1: chill, it'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it's no Just big deal.
1: Murder solves all problems.
0: Yeah. I've been playing uh replaying Dragon Age Inquisition for like a trillion time, and murder <laughs> solves a lot of problems. Um so whatever, Anna gets to the ice pals eventually and she's like, Hey, mm-hmm. Olaf, Kristoff, stay outside, I'm gonna talk to my sister um, and Elsa's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, I'm here to talk to you. Like, what's up? What are you doing? This is pretty. Yeah. Can you maybe... I haven't
1: seen you in a while.
0: Yeah. And I like Elsa's- the look. Yeah. And Elsa's like, go away. You can't be here. Uh, Go back to where everything's safe. And Anna's like, actually things aren't that safe and Elsa's not hearing her at first and then she's like hey you actually made an eternal winter can you maybe stop it and Elsa's like I don't know how to stop it I can only make snow can't melt it and yeah. I was like I bet you could if you tried like we could you know we could, we could figure it out together and Elsa's like absolutely not I'm gonna flip out instead because I can't accept the support I've never this is very foreign to me I've never had this before I don't know how to do this well, so, she has
1: an anxiety disorder. She has a panic attack.
0: Yeah, she and has a panic attack. and she, Her she, sister's uh, saying, yeah.
1: don't be afraid, which is not the right thing to tell to
0: someone in a panic attack. Cause, yeah, uh... which is very true. But I think also there's also that aspect that Anna is truly r- trying to be a loving, supporting, understanding person who's like who is trying and that is not <laughs> something that Elsa has ever had. No, in her life she's been and cut off that I that. think yeah. a lot of us when we first experience that it can feel super vulnerable super terrifying and definitely like something we are not prepared for and can be PV almost as, like feel more threatening when it's so mm-hmm. you know so um and plus like Elsa so believes deep down in her soul that she is bad and that yeah. she needs to protect her sister who she does clearly love and care about from herself, and so it's a lot going on there. So, while they're doing this, Elsa accidentally shoots uh, more ice-cold stuff at Anna, and this time it goes through her heart, but Elsa doesn't see it and Anna doesn't tell her because Anna's like trying to protect Elsa at the same time. (laughs) Um, So she doesn't mention it to her. (laughs) Which goes super well! Um, So... Uh, so then, you know, they leave and, cause Elsa creates a giant snow monster to chase them off cause, you know, what better way to keep your sister safe than to send a giant snow monster after her, but not that I'm blaming Elsa, I'm just saying, maybe not gonna have the, uh, results you're looking for, but uh, so whatever this happened. I think happens, there's
1: something What I've just seen it a lot on Twitter I've just seen it a lot on Twitter about people talking about how Queer people, especially, deal with trauma and don't learn how to process and react with their trauma in ways that does not also hurt others around them.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think that's really true of people, like yeah, Yeah. both queer and other people in trauma. Just anyone who hasn't Uh, other people, sure, yeah, anyone who hasn't had that kind of like honest, loving support, Mm -hmm. it can be just almost impossible to figure out how to cope and how to like interact in a healthy way Um, not impossible I don't want to say that that's very reductive it can be very difficult and many stumbles along the way so a lot of empathy for that moment but obviously goes about as well as you would expect that to (laughs) Um, it doesn't
1: help that Anna starts chucking things at the giant snowman who's walking away from them
0: yeah, it's the whole thing's not it's great. It's a whole, yeah. Um, So, you know, so was, Anna starts, like, freezing to death, and Khrushchev's like, shit, yeah. I'm gonna take you to my family, and, uh, it's gonna be great, and so, brings him to his family, family is the troll people, because he had seen, when he was a kid, he had seen Anna get healed the first time, because he had, like, followed them, and then mm-hmm. didn't realize it was Anna this whole time, somehow. Even as a. Which I thought was kind of funny. Never makes that connection, actually. Never wants to see it make the connection as the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, no. They never
1: put. Hey, you've got red hair with a white streak in it. That's weird. <laughs> I saw that when I was Just a like child. that child. Whose sister also had ice powers.
0: <laughs> oh, God. It's very good. Um, Kristoff is a big dummy. Yeah. Kristoff is a himbo, and it's great. Um. So anyways, they, that happens, and the grandpappy, or whatever they call him, is like, ah, uh, it went through yeah. the heart, I can't fix it, I'm so sorry, only an act of true love can reverse the spell. And so, she's like, you gotta take me back to Hans, and obviously Kristoff's, like, into Anna, and, like, Anna may or may not be into Kristoff, but she still thinks she's in love with Hans, and Kristoff is doing his best to respect that. So, mm-hmm. Takes her back to Hans, and also Hans and his men had, like, gotten to Elsa's, and they, like, capture Elsa and bring her back and put her in jail or whatever. And then Anna's given to Hans, and Hans is like, and Elsa, Anna's like, kiss me, I need a kiss. Uh, One true you kiss, and I'll be alright. And he's like, oh, um, uh... I guess I could just say the actual line, like, if only somebody loved you, which is, like, a great line, (laughs) but Uh, it is devastating. (laughs) (laughs) Douchebag. It's, like, yeah, it's good. It's a good bad guy line. Um, and so then he, like, of course does the thing where he reveals his plot to, like, his original idea was to marry Anna, Mm -hmm. secretly kill Elsa, and then become king through marriage, because he's the youngest and could never become king otherwise. Um, and he was gonna originally, I think, try to marry Elsa, but then he was like, that's not happening, guess I gotta marry her <laughs> sister. Like, uh, and so... Uh, so Hans just, like, locks uh, Anna in there to die and goes off, but Elsa had, a, it, like, escapes. Um, and Hans, like, had lied to people and been like, oh, at least we got to say our wedding vows before we died. And people were like, yeah, that seems real. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, which is great. And, uh, I- that does
1: sound like a thing Anna would insist on, though.
0: Yeah, Anna has big Bella Swan energy in that way. Um, <laughs> oh, <girl>. So <laughs> well, so it, it's true. It's true. It's so true. Um, so eventually, I don't remember I'm exactly to how it some to these see if things she... happen, but Olaf gets yeah. to Anna and tries to help her out. Uh, and. Does his best, but obviously can't do that much. And then um, Hans and Elsa have a confrontation. Oh, wait, no, I know what happens. Okay, yeah. So Olaf's like, hey, you love Kristoff, and Anna, and Kristoff loves you. And Anna's like, oh, shit, perhaps that's right. Let's go find him. And they go to go find him. Meanwhile, on like this frozen lake, whatever, ocean, whatever it
1: is, it's the. Uh, fjord or just oh yeah. the bay, like yeah. everything's frozen solid there's a total white out blizzard so no one can see anyone
0: yeah and hans and elsa are like having a confrontation and hans is like hey uh anna's dead and elsa's like fuck and she stops the storm meanwhile and so when that happens anna spots uh I mean, Kristoff's also trying to get to Kristoff's
1: running to Anna. Anna's running. looking for, yeah, Kristoff.
0: But then when the storm stops, Anna sees Hans yeah. about to kill Elsa, and she like jumps in front of it, and she gets frozen, um, because of her heart finally taking over her entire body and freezing her. Um, but she stops Hans, and uh, Elsa is super upset, and um. Like is mourning over her, but as she's doing this, she thaws out because the act of true love in this case was not like the traditional, oh, I am going to kiss you and that is an act of true love and you're going to get healed. Instead it was Anna's action of true love for her sister. Like, I love my sister enough to yeah. sacrifice myself. That is what melted her heart and brought her back. Which is great. And I loved
1: it. Um I love that it was Not someone's act of true love for you, it was your act of true love for someone else.
0: Yeah, it gave you the, like, the, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh,
1: agency?
0: Agency is absolutely the word I'm looking for. It gave, yeah, it gave Anna the agency and I loved it, I loved it. Um, and I also thought that it was familial love. And I was thinking it was going to go there, like, at, by, towards the end. I was like, okay, I think this is what's going to happen. And then it did, and I was so jazzed. Um, so, because I was like, this is so great. I love it. Anyways, because I'm like, it would be so defeating the purpose, because they keep highlighting the whole thing, like, you just met this person. You're not in love. Like, you don't know them. right? And then, so to just go from, like, oh, you didn't, you couldn't have loved Hans, you just met him, to, like... To then, if it but had, you love Kristoff
1: yeah. who you've known even less time.
0: Yeah, or maybe like Yeah. Yeah, maybe like you ha spent more time with, but not by a lot, by like a mm-hmm. day, you know. So I'm glad they didn't do that. And then they still like had a relationship, but it was like something that was like continuing over time to get to know each other. Yeah. Um and so then yeah, and then things are like cool. Like, um,
1: Pelsa figures out how to stop the snowstorm and thaw everything out. Yeah,
0: she's like, you know what? It's love. Love is the, love is what I have to do. The opposite of fear is love, or something. And then, something along those lines, might not be quite exactly right. But, so then she ends the winter, and then she's like, wait though, Olaf, let me make you a little cloud above your head so you won't die. And then he's like, this is so great! I live forever now. And, uh, Hans is obviously arrested and exiled, and, uh, they cut off all the trade, um, with the shooting
1: so, weasel tap murder we dude tried to assassinate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh Anna's like, Hey, remember when I broke your sleigh, Kristoff? Here's a new one. Also you're the official Iceman. And uh <laughs> and then they're like maybe dating or whatever. And then you know, and then Elsa's like, I'm gonna keep the gates open and not shut myself off from everyone. I think I'm gonna I'm not gonna do that anymore. And then it's over. Yeah. And it was good. It was a good. I'm
1: like, <laughs> Elsa uses her ice powers to make an ice ring for everyone in the summer, and everyone's like, "Yay! This is cool. Your powers are great." And I really also like how Kristoff's like, "Wow, I'd really like to kiss you. Is that okay?"
0: That was so good. I loved that moment. Yeah, I wrote my notes. Aw, and the kiss has consent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is great because they they not only did they flip the like normal like I'm gonna kiss this like sleeping woman girl thing. Oh, yeah. But they also made it so when they did finally kiss, it was, like, asked for and welcomed by both parties. So that was really nice. Yeah. I really loved that part. Yeah. So there's, like, so much we can say about this movie. <laughs> I actually have so much to say. I feel like my first- It's really good. Yeah. I feel like one of my first thoughts when after finishing it, and I say that because it's the last thing I wrote in my notes, um, was that as a child, when Elsa was first discovering herself and had this really supportive relationship with Anna, she didn't really have trouble controlling her powers. Like, she only... She didn't, wasn't having trouble controlling her power when she accidentally hit Anna. It was just like she slipped and missed. Like, it wasn't yeah that she lost control. It was just that Anna was being a little kid and was, like, being too rambunctious, basically. And Elsa was doing mm-hmm. her best to keep up with her and couldn't. And an accident happened, which is a normal thing. <laughs> um but then so you know as a kid she when she was like totally excited about herself and her powers and like comfortable with that and had these really had this really good relationship with her sister but it wasn't until her parents reacted to it so harshly and forced her to hide that part of herself that she developed these problems and that she started to have an inability to control it. Which is very much, you know, like, we think about, like, gay conversion or something, where it's, like, becomes, like, you can't just, like, shove it away and have it not come back up. Like, it's, you know, it's not, it's not something that you can just pretend doesn't exist. And if you do, it's not going to have like that's gonna come out in other like that's going to have effects elsewhere, which it obviously does. She just can't accept herself anymore. She can't have open, honest relationships anymore. She completely like isolates herself from Anna in every respect, not just in hiding her powers, but won't even talk to her back. Won't even talk to her through the door. Won't even say anything, as far as we can tell
1: heavily implied, she doesn't leave her room at all, so she doesn't even talk to the servants or the staff beyond probably what's absolutely necessary.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: she has really no
0: connections to anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the only people we see her talk to is her parents, so then after her yeah. parents die, it's just no one. Presumably. Which, oof. Yeah.
1: That's fun stuff,
0: and I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the. It's funny because a lot of the music is so, like spot on. <laughs> like, like again, like I already mentioned it, but like, conceal it, don't feel it, don't let it show. Part mm-hmm. is just like, I almost like, I, when I say I almost laughed, I don't mean, like laughed at it but I meant laughed in the in that it was like so obvious to anyone who is <laughs> queer yeah it's so funny to me that it's like being sold as anything else like and I know you could like apply this to other things but it's just such a specifically like queer thing that we people get told so that And I think also a lot of the, like, family relationships, like, particularly (laughs) it being familial uh, in nature and how that is, like, the secret within the family also really spoke to me personally.
1: Yeah, I mean, when it came out, I was very much in the same position as Elsa. I had fairly recently gotten out of an abusive relationship and living on my own in a state away from all of my friends and family so I was incredibly isolated from everyone save for like the internet and stuff and I don't know, it was a very like echo kind of of what the film was and Mm -hmm. I mean, in a lot of ways, Frozen 2 also echoes with my current situation, so I feel very targeted by this franchise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciated that. I really did appreciate that the person they had finally helped Elsa realize that she is... That she she could let people in and that she, you know, that um, she is, you know, to help her kind of become comfortable with herself. I really just appreciated that it was like a family story specifically and sisters specifically. Because I think, I don't know, not for everyone, but I mean, like, I hear it a lot in particular with queer people and again and it's not true for everyone this is like i'm not trying to generalize but it's partially true to my own experience you know that um with their parents or something it might be this terrible relationship but i know a lot of people who have found not maybe like complete like this level of acceptance but like more (laughs) acceptance with their with their siblings um and even if you don't, it's still just like really nice to see a story <laughs> about like family being supportive, even if it's not the whole family, just like someone connected to you in that way, being supportive and loving and, and genuine in that and not trying to like get something out of you necessarily, but just caring about you as a person and, and deeply wanting to have a connection with you and... There was something just very touching for me watching that. Um, I have a very complicated relationship with my own family and my own sibling. And there was something that was very meaningful to me to be able to, like, very cathartic, I think, for me to be able to watch that and have that be the result of it um, in the end. Especially That's with, really great. Yeah. So I really did appreciate I really appreciated that. <laughs> I also made a joke that uh, obviously she's played it straight, but it made me laugh. I was like, Anna <laughs> starting to date, meeting someone, and immediately being like, we're gonna get married. I was like, that's incredibly lesbian <laughs> you. Know, like I'm like, Anna's lesbian. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Like,
1: Well, I mean, I'm not sure if... I don't know. Watching it again, I felt like Kristoff was more non-binary than Sis, dude so
0: yeah i could definitely see that um but yeah that that made me laugh really hard i was like that's some big gay vibes right there <laughs> <laughs> we just met let's get married like holy you can shit move into
1: my castle yeah so like i think we brushed over the big let it go song in the summary which is Maybe the most explicitly coming out song in the movie. Mm -hmm. It's definitely one I listened to a lot when I was coming out. Mm -hmm. Did I, did I sing the verse about, well, now everybody knows when I hit post on that Facebook post? Uh,
0: yeah, I am that dramatic,
1: and I did do that.
0: That's, uh, I love that. I love that for you.
1: Did I then make another post a month later when I realized, oh, National Coming Out Day is a thing. Maybe I should have waited for this.
0: No, you don't need to wait for that. Yeah. Uh, um, I have to look up the lyrics now, because, I mean, I don't know them as well as other people. Yeah, but like, they'll <laughs> let it go, can't hold it back anymore. Um, I don't care what they're going to say. The fears that once controlled me can't get to me at all. It's time to see what I can do to test limits and break through. No right and wrong, no rules for me. I'm free. Um, Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, because that's the first moment in the film since she was a child that we see her feel empowered and to be like, because she had just outed herself completely accidentally, like in in a mm. very antagonistic and stressful way. And then. Super public. Super, super public. The most public. And then, and then, basically afterwards, it's just like, yeah, fuck it. It happened. Can't undo it. Here I am. Like, It I. literally
1: ends with, here I stand in the light of day.
0: Let yeah. the storm
1: rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway.
0: Mm-hmm while she's creating this like beautiful ice cold. castle yeah. and like changing how she looks which was also very queer like to be like this is how I actually want to present myself and like this is who I want to be and like this is how I this is how I see myself and this is how like this is my ideal version of me and not the one that people want me mm-hmm. to be because of fear or because of their expectations of me this is who I am And that was, yeah, that was very, it's very powerful. It's a very powerful moment. It's
1: very powerful. I really, really, really want you to see Frozen 2, because there's a moment where she, like, sees a picture of herself in that moment, and she, like, gives the, oh my god, I was such a baby queer back then, (laughs) and I roll.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think one thing else I appreciate about this, this moment and this song was, you know, I'd heard these songs out of context before, um, mm-hmm. and I had assumed this song was much later in the film. So oh no, it's... Yeah. It's really early. And I really appreciated like- that because I felt like it was honest in that she has this really empowering scene, and then her like next main scene is her having a panic attack and obviously not being... You know, sure, she's comfortable alone, uh, but she's not comfortable when other people are witnessing it and when other people are in that world. And she's not ready for that. And. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: And I really appreciated that because I felt like it was much more, like, honest with the journey. It wasn't just, like, a song at the end, like, everything's great now. I fixed it. Like, it was. You know, it was. Just a high note on a long journey.
1: It was very much me being okay wearing a dress in my apartment alone versus me going to wear a dress in front of my family for the first time and being like, oh shit, shit, shit,
0: shit, 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 shit. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's very, very different. Yeah. Like, I have this, I have a podcast now. Called Queers on Film, and I'm not out to my parents. Like,
1: <laughs> oh wow,
0: yeah, like, uh. So you know, everyone has very wild journeys and has very different versions of that. And I <laughs> I appreciated that this wasn't just like a simple like, I've got like a linear progression. No,
1: it's not a one and done thing. It is a continual process that mm-hmm. doesn't really end. Yeah. Which is both good and bad.
0: Yeah. Good movie. Thanks for making me watch it's it.
1: Really good. <laughs> I'm glad I made you watch it.
0: I'm glad you made me. I really am. I feel like well, I guess I wanna ask you before we move forward at all, like um are there other parts of the film that we haven't talked about yet? Or I guess there's one part too that I thought about where um I can't remember when it's said. I think it's Anna saying it to what Elsa. Maybe it's maybe it's Hans saying it to Elsa? I don't know. Anyways, someone says, Elsa, you can't run from this. And it's much later in the film. Um, And that was another thing I, hmm. that I appreciated as a line, viewing it through this queer lens, was hmm. that kind of moment. Because I feel like a lot of times... Like, you know, like, we try to it ourselves, or, like, we, you know, it becomes too much, and we just want to, like, you know, just, like, God, it would be so much easier if this wasn't my life. Um, but you can't really do that, not without it having a lot of really negative effects on you. And uh, so I appreciated viewing it through a green lens, thinking about that line as being um, a, an important one. Um Yeah. There's, like, the whole Fixer Upper song, which has nothing to do with the queerness of the film, <laughs> and I just had a lot of feelings about, but I feel uh, like I can't even get into that. I could do, like, an entire podcast about just that song and and just get really worked up song. about it. I got so worked up, and then There's it went a all over to the it. place. And at first, I was, like, really yeah. angry, and then they kind of hedged it, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of, like, unhedged it, and they hedged it again, and I was like, what is the message of this song? <laughs> <laughs> it's irresponsible. <laughs> I think,
1: like, the message of the song was, there might be small things that irritate you about someone, but that's not who they are, and you can work together to find a way to build a relationship if that's something you really want to invest in. It was very odd. It was a very odd moment. It was a weird song, and they were also constructing a wedding altar for them to get married at the time.
0: yeah. It was super weird. It felt very out of place with the rest of the film. Uh, for me at least. I was like I was so baffled by that moment. It's so easy to forget it's there. <laughs> because you could remove it and nothing would change. Like
1: That's true, they don't really need that song, but
0: I think they just wanted to give the trolls a song. And maybe push the, like, Anna and Kristoff thing a bit more. Which didn't need maybe. pushing more. It was already obvious. Like, <laughs> like you get two people together in a Disney film and leave them alone. They're probably gonna like each other. Especially if one of them's already dating someone else. Not even just a Disney film. Any film. Any film. I've watched a lot of romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, oh, we forced these
1: two people of different genders together for 15 minutes, clearly.
0: They're, they're gonna,
1: meant yeah. for each other.
0: Obviously. Especially if they're a little gruff at first. Oh, yeah. That's how you know it's true love. Or that's how you know it's someone you're going to make the ice man of your kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe smooch after you've known <laughs> each other significantly longer. Hmm. Anyway that was a whole part well i think the last thing to do is to do a test we already know is going to fail but we have to do it anyway
1: yes this riso, riso, test. riso
0: test have you heard of it before
1: i hadn't before you sent me this document
0: yeah so. so does the film contain a character that is identifiably lesbian gay bisexual transgender or queer does that character have like a personality, basically, or are they not solely or predominantly defined mm-hmm. by their sexual orientation or gender identity? And is the LGBT uh, Q character tied in the plot in such a way their removal would have a significant effect? Meaning they're not just like a side character making jokes or something. Like they have to mean something. Unlike that right. song. <laughs> um. <laughs> and. And right. of course it fails because there is no character that even there's a character you can easily lay I mean, you can easily lay this coming out plot onto this film but there's nothing that <laughs> explicitly implies that anyone is anything but straight or just completely disinterested. Um which I guess if you actually were saying that you could say that it goes into like ace but like even that is not actually she's a bit busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's one... It's
1: not a main character. Like, it might pass the first step is the um, owner of the supply store and sauna where there's a split-second scene where they cut to his family in the sauna and it's another guy and a bunch of kids.
0: Oh, is it? So, yeah. I didn't catch that. So
1: it's not even explicit about that, but it does imply that it's two men who own this... Supply and sauna, and they raise a bunch of Adopted children
0: So even if we, yeah, but if we did accept that would Super fail the next two Yeah, right Because definitely only played as a joke And definitely could Mm -hmm. Be removed, and they could have just Ran into each other on the They could have just Found it
1: in a cave or something Yeah
0: Yeah. Wouldn't really change much Um So As, unfortunately, so far, as far as I know, all Disney animated movies, it unfortunately fails the Russo test. But maybe one day. Wouldn't that be nice? Maybe one day. They'll stop being cowards. Yeah. Oscar Isaac will strangle the (laughs) people's strangle. Oh my god! (laughs) We'll, uh, break in, uh, hold people hostage until they write a gay Disney movie, and we'll I'll we'll be happy, please. Gosh, what would your not what's your ideal own... gay Disney movie? Oh. Do you have an i Do have a plot in mind? <laughs> really putting oh, you on the spot. You're putting me really on the spot. <laughs> you um, don't have to have one.
1: I want an explicitly trans princess.
0: That would be so good. That's what I would like. That would be really good. Hopefully, one day. Hopefully, one day. In the next relatively, you know, before the environmental apocalypse future. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really uh, breaking us
1: down at the end. Uh, hopefully before the next election, because that's gonna...
0: Oof. Anyway. We're just moving on. Fun stuff. To this is fed queers on film. Alice, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at MagicalGirlKira. You could go to Magical-Girl-Kira.itch.io and buy some tabletop RPGs I've written. Or you could also subscribe to Unlabeled AP on a podcast thing and listen to me play masks in a podcast that would pass the Russo test because all the main characters are trans girls.
0: Hell yeah! Yeah. That's awesome uh you can find this podcast on twitter at queers on film you can find me on twitter at epsilina that's e-p-s-i-l-i-n-a uh we have a discord for this i forget to plug that sometimes but it's the queers on film discord it should be linked in the twitter and please come on there you can come talk to us we have uh, like episode discussions and stuff but also like a gender feelings uh, thread or just like a big gay feelings inventing or just talking about other media so come come hang out I would love it, it'd be fun uh, if you want a guest in the show or if you just want to give feedback or thoughts you can email me at queersonfilmpod at gmail.com and you can also listen to my other podcasts that I do with my friend Sahana um, Summer Twilight Book Club over on the Orange Groves Network uh, thank you so much for joining I had such a good time recording with you Thank you. This was really great.
1: I've been looking forward to this all whole
0: week. I'm so glad. I've really been excited for it. Okay, Hell well, yeah. I don't have a sign out. So, <laughs> <Okay>. bye!
1: <laughs> bye!
0: hey uh hey you want to record a podcast <laughs> but but sung okay. it in in the tune of you know, the <laughs> <man>. <laughs> i did that to chris right ahead of time i was just like you want to record a podcast but uh i got i got too embarrassed at first to actually just do it <laughs>